hail our fair Riverdale. Register. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Riverdale Register. My name is Caitlin. My name is John. It's our it's our mid season finale. It is. It's also the show's mid season finale. It's, it's weird how those things go I hand know. in hand. <laughs> I was gonna say, what a weird coincidence. Hey, how was your uh, trip to Portland? Oh, it was good. I didn't really see much of Portland. Oh. But uh, what I did see was the inside of Voodoo Donuts. Okay. There is one here. Yeah, yes. I've heard about it. But I didn't really... I wanted to do something Portlandy that that was not in my hotel room. So... Okay. And my, it was Voodoo Donuts? And it was that. Because that's like a Portland thing. So... So they're really good donuts. Okay. Yeah. That's I'll, have to, I'll have to have some sometime. Yeah. Yeah, it's really close to your house, so it's fine. Is it? Is it I mean, near? it's not really, really close to your house, but it's close to your house. It's in Universal City Walk. Oh, so that close. is close to my house. I know. I could go there after yeah. work tomorrow. You could. I mean, you'd have to pay $20 like, to park. Well, yeah, but I could see a movie, and then like they give you like a... Right. You could do all of this. parking. Look at that. I might have a great day tomorrow. I know, honestly. <laughs> yeah, that sounds nice, actually. So, uh, we don't, I don't think we have any fresh reviews. Well, thank you guys for, uh, all the reviews that you did leave. Yeah. And to everyone reviewing us outside of the U.S., we appreciate your reviews, even if we can't see them on our own iTunes. If you do want to send us your review, screenshot it and tweet it at us. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be nice. Yeah, that would be nice. Unless it's mean, in which case, don't be petty. (laughs) You can write me reviews, but don't then tweet it at us. Classic. So that doesn't seem very nice. Well, Caitlin, uh, can you tell me about the title for this episode? Sure, Jan. Of Riverdale. <laughs> um, okay, so this is, it's called Outbreak, and it is based on a 1995 American medical disaster film. Um, and so it's kind of like your classic, there's a virus. Uh, movie, and it's based on The Hot Zone by Richard Preston, which is a book. Um, and so basically it's like a fake Ebola-like virus. Um, it's called Matoba or Mataba and... Manitoba. No, Motaba. It's the Canadian province. Yes. Um, interesting enough, a real-life outbreak of the Ebola virus was occurring in the place where the film takes place when the movie was released. That's so, not a coincidence. It's not a coincidence. That's a conspiracy. And, uh, Kevin Spacey was in the movie. Oh. So is Morgan Freeman, and oh. so is Donald Sutherland, who... Didn't Donald Sutherland replace Kevin Spacey in... No. No, it was a different guy. It was? Yeah. Oh, oh was it Christopher Plummer? It was Christopher Plummer. Okay, yeah. you're right. <laughs> okay. But they're very similar people. Um, Plumer? Plummer? Plummer. Okay. Anyway, that's the thing. That's what it's about. It's funny that it's a disaster film, because this episode is also a disaster. Yeah, John didn't like this mo- this show. That's this Stella. Is, she's chiming away. She has opinions. This is the single most infuriating hour of Riverdale I've ever watched. So where do you want to start? With the writer. <laughs> this oh, episode was written by James DeWill, who also wrote uh, Chapter 9, La Grande Illusion, which I think was the one where Archie was being courted by the Blossoms. Mm, yeah, I like that episode. Uh, chapter 20, Tales from the Dark Side. I like that episode, the first too. Vignette episode. That one's pretty good. I just uh, want to keep complimenting his writing because I feel like John is going to be so mean. Chapter 29, Primary Colors, which for the life of me, I can't remember. Isn't that the election mo- The election one? Oh, that might be the... That one makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like you don't even watch Riverdale. Title-wise, makes sense. I don't know this show. Uh, what am I? What am I, an expert on I Riverdale know. now? Uh, and it was directed by John T. Kretschmer. This is uh, their first episode of Riverdale. They've also done episodes of iZombie. Ooh, love that show. Burn Notice, I was a fan of. Oh, they did an episode of The Middleman, which is a very fun, short-lived show on ABC Family. And Veronica Mars. And Charmed. And The Twilight Zone. The 2000s reboot of The Twilight Zone. God, I forgot that one existed. Which one? The 2000s one? Yeah. Jessica Simpson's in an episode of that. Yeah, it's, um, I think, uh, Forrest, Forrest Whitaker is the guy. I'm a they're, big Twilight Zone person. Are you, have you heard about the, the they're doing another I'm one? I'm very excited, And Jordan actually. Peele's gonna be the guy? That's the perfect choice. I'm stoked. Mm-hmm. It has to find a different voice than what Black Mirror is doing right now, and I really hope it can. 
I think Black Mirror is very different than Twilight Zone. Well, like, it's the easiest comparison, but I think it's pretty different. The original Twilight Zone was very much built off of like Cold War fears and that level yeah. of science fiction where the other, the alien visitor, the the things, we, the, the science we don't understand, you know, because sci- uh, technology is moving at such an incredible rate. And then Black Mirror is going for like the phone in your pocket mm-hmm. and like what that means and what, what that kind of connection does to people. But I think Twilight Zone, outside of just, it's not really technology. It's, it's sci-fi, but a lot of it is not actually super science-y. It's, it's a bit more fantasy, you think? Well, I don't think it's more fantasy. I think it's more just about putting people in very peculiar situations. Like, one of my favorite episodes is... Um, it's not really technology-focused at all. There's, like, a nuclear bomb, and it's, like, uh, time enough at last. Is this the guy The guy who just wants to read? He just wants to read. Yeah. Um, and then he breaks his glasses, and it's just kind of, like... It really, I think, asks more, like, questions of humanity than questions of how is technology going to bring out the best or worst of humanity. And I think it's a lot of, um, you know, person versus, like... It's it's the the threat is very often like a monster yeah. or like an environment around someone. Right. Whereas in Black Mirror, it's usually another person. Or well, he, there's usually yeah. a human threat at the end of a of a Black Mirror episode behind and, technology. Right, and then like Twilight Zone doesn't necessarily go that way. It's also not usually as twist based as Black Mirror is. I know there's a lot of good twists in Twilight Zone though. It's true though. Yeah. You ever see the one where the, the, the woman's getting surgery because, like, Did her I not face tell is... you about the play that I did in high school? No. Okay, so the play that I did in high school was literally that episode, but it was short, so I had to expand it. So I wrote, like, new scenes for the Twilight Zone episode. Uh-huh. It's the best thing I've ever done. Wow. And my friend Dan, who is also your friend Dan, Dan Con. Yeah. Hi, Dan. Um, he was Rod Serling. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, I bet he loved that. It was great. Did, did he, he dress up and everything? He loved it. That's very Dan. Yeah. Yeah. Can we talk about Twilight Zone for this entire episode? I wish, right? That'd be great. Actually, I would love to do a Twilight Zone podcast, but we can talk about that later. Dare to defy. <sighs> let's, uh, let's, let's get into this episode of Riverdale. Where would you like to start? With Archie and Jughead? With Betty? Or with um, Veronica and, and, and Cheryl? Let's do Archie and Jughead. Good, because that one was my favorite from this episode. Really? I liked Betty. I did not like Betty. Okay, well, you go. You start. Archie and Jughead are in Toledo. Where Where is Toledo? Ohio? I think it's Ohio, right? Which is, you know, not close to Riverdale. We don't know. It could be. So they went from Kent Farm, which is like right next to Riverdale, Mm -hmm. to Toledo. Yes, they took a... Well, they took a Maybe bus. Maybe they finally hopped on one of those trains. Yeah, I think I don't think they walked. I don't think we're suggesting they're walking to Toledo. <laughs> but can you imagine? I mean, um, people do that. And, like, the first guy who greets them there looks like Sweet Pea. I know, I thought it was Sweet Pea for a second. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, great. So his mom's going to be exactly the same as his dad with but- the serpent gang. And she is. She has a jacket that says Toledo Serpents on it. I'm obsessed with that. And then she's like, I wanted to get you out of this life. But you're... (laughs) I really just You are the same person as his dad. I just love Ohio. The atmosphere. There's so much to do in Ohio. I don't know. Like like the fog. It's great. I wonder if this is the same junkyard that Supernatural used to film in. Because they had that one character who owned Junkyard. There's, like, one CW junkyard. Well, I mean, there's probably, like, only so many junkyards in the area that's like, oh, you can film here. I really don't think it's a real junkyard. No, they probably built elements of it up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, Jelly Bean, or JB, uh, welcomes the boys in. She's great, by the way. Yeah, she's so good. She's fantastic. And they go and see uh, <laughs> Jughead's mom, who's pretty rock and roll. She's pretty cool. Love what is that actress's her. name? Um... Uh, Gina Gershon. Gina, what, I don't, do I know her from anything? She's in Showgirls, I think. Oh, no. I know. Oh, my God. Jacob was really excited to tell you. Whatever. So, best thing about uh, Jughead's mom 
is that her first assumption is that Jughead and Archie are dating now? Yeah, I love it. See? Love it. Other people assume things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, is this your, about your thing? <laughs> it's about my thing. It's fine. Uh, and they have to be like, oh, no, wait, no, we're, we're straight. Not that there's anything wrong with being, being gay. Right. We got many gay friends. It's just we are... We have exactly... Four gay friends. We are the only straight boys in our in our town, actually. It's actually kind of well. There's Reggie, but you know yeah. you don't know yet. So <laughs> I, my theory is you don't know until. I think, you know. I think Reggie and Chuck could uh, could yeah. hit it off if they ever got scenes together. They would just be so attractive. No couple should be that hot. It's true. It's dangerous. I know. And then she's like, "I was like, oh, I got my GED. I'm a responsible business owner." As a kid comes over with stolen uh, right. TV I mean, radios, she's, she's like, "Get favorite. out of here." She's very, I saw Roberto tweeted something that she's like, or did an interview where she said she's very warm and she is very warm. Yeah. Like when you just like stare at her, you'd be like, oh, you don't seem, you seem kind of like cold. because she looks like she has a tan. Yeah. nobody else in Riverdale does. That's true. Except for Hiram, but that's like Hellfire tan. Yeah, so. no. Yeah. He, he actually always looks great. Yeah. But like. It's, it's frustrating. But she is very warm and I'm just like, I want to spend more time here in this junkyard. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't that have been nice? To spend some more time here in this junkyard. Isn't the whole episode the junkyard, though? But it's just one episode. I know. It's fine. There could have I been gonna, I was being an arc here. I don't understand Jughead's mom and why she does what she does. And it, it feels like the show doesn't either. Because there doesn't seem to be a good reason why she moved away if she's well, doing the same kind of stuff... That Why she moved away was because the dad was an alcoholic. But the dad isn't an alcoholic anymore. Yeah, but she doesn't know that. Because she doesn't hasn't bothered to... Right. And why did she leave Jughead with him? She's a bad mom. I think that's what you don't understand. She's not good at mom. And then last season, like Jughead called to be like, can I visit? And she things was like... Things were different then, John. No, and things were different, quote unquote. She was stealing then, probably a little bit less radio. Are we kidding right here? This whole episode is full of characters making decisions that I truly cannot put my mind around why they're doing these things. Stella's growling because she disagrees with your Riverdale episode analysis. Jughead and Archie, Phil, uh, Archie's or Jughead's mom in on, I guess, the plot of yeah. the show. Maybe the whole series, but definitely season three. She seems to just kind of be like, yep, sure. Evil, evil game. Yeah. Uh-huh. So everybody's like pretty in on the game just being I evil. just wanted, I wanted this to be a moment where everyone in Toledo is like, what the hell is wrong with your town? I know. So you should move to Toledo. What the, what is Jingle Jangle? Fizzle Rocks? No, I love how now. Have you guys tried weed? Like cocaine? <laughs> Have you tried cocaine? <laughs> Cocaine would actually help your town. <laughs> think about that. When cocaine would be you a better try. solution. Yeah, I mean, I think we could solve your problems if we got marijuana into yeah. Riverdale. Right, exactly. Is that what the serpents were dealing? Or were they even dealing any They drugs? weren't dealing drugs. They're just... I think it started the same way. Or it's meant to be kind of similar to what Jughead's mom is doing here. Yeah. It's like these kids are come from broken homes and I give them a place to stay that means we band together, we protect each other, and like that's kind of how the gang is formed. Right, that's okay. So it's more like a, this is a safe place, but then it's also the mentality of us against the world, and that's right. when you become a dangerous gang. You know what? With sick matching leather jackets. I don't think this gang is that bad. I would steal some radios The Toledo radios serpents seem great. I mean, they are stealing radios, but who has a radio in their car anymore that you can steal? I mean, your car does come with... As long as I got Bluetooth in my car, yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, exactly. I don't need, honestly, they can take the radio. I don't need the radio. I just need to be able to connect my phone to Bluetooth. I actually don't know how to do that in my car. I'm sure it's possible, but I just put my phone in the cup holder and I play my podcast that way. Using the acoustics of the cup mm -hmm. holder? Yeah. It's like having a little concert in my car. <laughs> it's great. It's really punk rock, Caitlin. I'm so punk rock. <laughs> So in the Jeep my dad gave me. <laughs> Archie decides to, I guess, take a walk away from the... Oh, wait, no. They, they, they cook a pig. I did not like that. That reminded me of... I was in Tahiti. There was a pig. I saw it. It looked like a pig because it was a pig at uh -huh. one point. It was horrible. It, never, it was a pig at one point. <laughs> it was. No, but really, like, I, I've been a pescatarian for, like, most of my life. Uh-huh. 
And I, I care about animals and stuff, but, like, I never really had such a visceral reaction until, like, the last year, maybe. And, man, we're really mean to animals when we eat them. I think that's because I have a dog. Love her. So Archie gets up and leaves, and Jughead's mom is like, I noticed that scar on your arm. And Caitlin, can you describe Jughead's scar no, to me? No, never seen no, it. No, because I've never seen it. Because they've never, actually, they've never applied makeup to imply there's... I googled Jughead's scar just no. to make sure that I haven't missed a shot. No. And all there are images of is like him having like a little cut over his eye or his beaten up face. Yeah. From like the, the penultimate episode last season. John really wanted to see more scars. I mean, if he's scarred, give him a scar. Right. But don't have someone be like, oh yeah, that nasty scar on your arm. That's like... It's not visible. He wore a tank top in the first episode of this season, and there's his arm is fine. John, are you okay? He was beaten nearly to death, and there's not a scratch on him now. It's a CWA. You just have to accept it. And she's like, ah, it's a a bad scar. Give that to you, Penny Peabody. Oh, I don't like that girl. Well, good thing we won't see her in a minute. And then as Archie's walking around, Penny Peabody appears behind him with a knife to his throat. That was like, that was kind of annoying because it was very much like hanging a lampshade, like whatever that phrase is when you basically set something up just to remind everybody. Yeah. But they could have really just done that in the, in the previously on. Sure. You know? Or if they'd done like a whole season long story of like Jughead being frail after being nearly beaten to death and mm-hmm. like having this scar on his arm that's a constant reminder of what she did to him. Right. I love Penny though. I love that JB just pulls a uh, pulls a freaking um what's it what's it called? Slingshot. Yeah, she's pulls cool. A, JB pulls a slingshot and just like takes out <laughs> takes JB? out Penny Peabody without a second thought. JB is cool, she has props. Also, JB is like Super excited that Archie's single now. Yeah, who wouldn't be? How old is how old is JB supposed to be? Probably fourteen. Okay. It's it's always funny because like when these kinds of shows start, like this was on the OC too. It was like it was like the kids that you follow, they're like sixteen. But then the kids who are like thirteen or fourteen look like they're like ten. Right. It's like, or they act like. Well, yeah, because like the 11. problem is you'll cast adults to play teenagers and then children to play children. Right. And then strange. when the children character, like the show goes on long enough, those children characters become actual teenagers. Well, and suddenly all the teenagers have to look like real teenagers. That's why I think they replaced like Shailene Woodley in on the OC. She played Marissa Cooper's younger sister. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, let's say she was like actually probably like eleven or twelve. Yeah. But then when the character turned like fifteen. Like they recast, they recast her. her. Wow! Because it was like, and then it was like, wait, Caitlin Cooper? Like you look so different. Exactly. You look like a different person. Crazy girlfriend, just the best. I know. I've watched it. I've ever I seen. I think I'm gonna wait and binge like a couple of them. Well, they just they, they just did their mid season finale, so you got plenty of time. Yeah. To catch up, but it was. Like, they actually recognized it and made it, like, an element of the story. Yeah, I heard what they were going to do, and I think that it works as best as it could. But I really like uh, Santi... Was it Santino... Fun- How do you say his name? Santino Fontana? Yeah. I love him. He's so great. I'm, I'm kind of bummed. You know what? I didn't think Skylar Asa could replace him either, and yet... Now I'm like... I like him, too. They're both Greg. Like, yeah. it just... It's just there. I'll watch this episode, probably, before the others. Mm-hmm. Just seems great. So, Jughead's mom questions Penny Peabody, but I don't think Penny Peabody, like, gives her anything. She's just, like, kind of evil in there. I think or am she, I missing something? No, I think she tells her that the real plan... Uh, what she tells her, I think, is that Hiram doesn't have just a bounty on Archie, but also has a bounty on anybody that he's with, mm. and that Jughead is in danger, and I think she fills her, her in on Hiram's big plan which is right. the outbreak because they like they like leave her alone yeah mama jones for a little bit yeah i would have liked to see that scene and unless i'm missing anything the next scene is when the dads show up um well gladys goes to jughead and is like talk to penny you, you gotta leave archie and he's like archie is my best friend and then <laughs> Um, Archie is like, I know, man, but I've got to be the sacrificial lamb once again. Archie's, like, self-sacrificing mentality is so annoying, right? I don't understand why Archie makes his decisions. 
Well, this makes sense. Mrs. Sort of. Jones. Mrs. Jones. Uh, yeah, we you know. Kind of gross. <laughs> brings Fred Andrews there. Great. Love Fred. Yes. Love seeing him in any story. Give him more to do. Does he look He hugs sick? Archie, and then I feel I felt warm. Yeah, I felt warm, too. And then, like, Archie dyes his hair brown, A+, plus, give, AJ, give KJ a break. Well, here's the thing, though. It's not really a break because his hair is still red. Like, it hasn't healed his hair. It has just made it so hopefully he won't have to re-dye it. But when he goes back to red, it'll really fuck up his hair. That's the problem. So I'm hoping this is a wig. It's not. It's bad. It's a really it's a really bad shitty thing to do to his hair, and it's kind of messed up that they did it. Remember when I told you about dyeing your hair and I said that was gonna be a whole thing if you did it? Yeah. And that you didn't know how much of a whole thing it would be, but like you would find out. Yeah. It's like that. <laughs> you can still do it. It's just gonna be a whole thing. No, no, you really you really made me you you're I did say You really killed all of my ambition on oh, that one. Wait, really? Yeah. I just was saying that your hair... Well, did I tell you about Olaplex? No. Okay. No, here's the thing, Don. You think that it's something that I'm just picking up out of the, the thin air, but I'm picking it up out of my life experience. I just wanted to try dyeing my hair. You should do it. Well, now I know about all these consequences. I know. It's bad. I'm going to show you pictures, John. I don't... You're going to understand. Of me as a platinum blonde. <laughs> <laughs> Your Google picture, you still have blonde I know. hair in That's Gmail. Great. Yeah. It was really blonde. It's blonder than it was, though. Mm-hmm. Much blonder. I was worried about what a boy would do who has never dyed his hair before and who has never had anybody to tell him I'd about I'd go to it. a professional. Oh, well, then it's fine. I didn't really know that. I wasn't going to do it in my bathroom. I've done it in my bathroom before. Oh, my God. I'm just mad that Fred Andrews... Wants to either go with Archie or bring Archie home. And Archie's like, you know why you can't do that. And I'm like, no, there's no reason why he can't do that. Let Fred come with you. you mean why it? are we forcing Archie to go off alone into the woods well, he's, with he's Vegas? He's not alone. He's with the real Archie. Just <laughs> hiding in Vegas's body. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to finally do the ceremony that switches them back. <laughs> That's true. Archie comes up. I wanted to play music. <laughs> what is all this Godfather shit? Oh my god, being a dog was so weird. <laughs> Let Fred go with Archie. Well, to be fair, I mean, what if, are we doing? If he goes with Archie, he's definitely going to get murdered. Is he? I think that's what they were trying to say. Who has Hiram successfully killed who wasn't already working for Hiram? Um, no one. Nobody. But that doesn't mean he's not capable. He's only killed people he's done business with. I think he would kill Fred. He tried to kill Fred. Yeah, he tried. He failed, but it's not like he... like. If Hal he, also tried and failed. Do you think Luke Perry's immortal? Yes. Okay. Well, it's, maybe they don't know that. <laughs> no, so we'll find not. out in the wilderness with Archie. What are we? Archie why, is real, Archie. Why would we have an opportunity to tell, like, of an, an Archie and, and, and Fred's story, un, like, out together, just one-on-one, something we haven't seen in a while, and be like, nah. Are you upset? Um, yes. Because you love Luke Perry. Do you remember? Do you remember when we did the, the Scream everything. podcast? Yeah, and there was an episode where, like, they were just like, and no one's hurt this episode. Yeah, I've been afraid of your reaction to a similar episode ever since. You were so mad. I was livid. You were so mad. It's a television show. But, like... Don't. Your blood pressure, I'm worried. If I was in the writer's room, I'd be desperate for new, like, combinations and situations to try out. Because it can get a little stale by three seasons in, and they have this golden opportunity... And they, they, they pass on it. Well, here's the thing, though. You said that there are no new combinations. I want to argue that there is the Archie and Vegas combination, which we have not seen. We've not seen enough of Vegas. I just wanted a family vacation. That's weird. Yeah. Hiram Land is being built, John. It's eventually every day is going to be a vacation. Have, have they built the prison? We're, we're in construction. Okay. Remember all the guys from Athens are building the prison. Right. They don't live there anymore. 
Right, 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 right. Because right. he's tired cool. of gentrifying that town. Right. He's just giving people jobs, but that's fine. Okay. FP also comes to the um, the the Toledo. It was weird looking at his twin in the mirror, his woman twin. Yeah, yeah. his wife walks up and have sex the with. same person as him. Yeah. And she's like, I left you. And I'm like, why? <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I get why she left him. And they, I, I, my instinct is to me like, well, those two should be together. I, I rewatched season one recently, and I remember that FP was kind of trash. I just wish... Remember when I was like, oh, FP's like, shitty? But, but like, they don't engage with that. I liked how scared he looked when she kissed his cheek. Did you Should notice? No. He he was like, well, I don't know how to deal with these feelings. And then he, like, ran away. Jughead told her, like, everything, right? So shouldn't she be like, what, your dad's sober now? Like, but a little bit? I think the ship has sailed. And JB is just like, man, I want a dad. And, like, walks off. Oh, that was amazing. JB's cool. I'm I, not mad at JB. No, that was a great moment when he was like, hey, can your dad get a hug? And she's like, can I get a dad? But you thought she was going to hug him, but then she didn't. She just, it was a great burn. But also, like, I really, really hope that this isn't the last time we see either of those characters. I don't think it'll be. And, like, not in, like, a Mary Andrews situation where it's just, like, suddenly, oh, they're, they're there this episode. Yeah. But, like, I don't really get regulars. why. Regulars? RJ's mom should have been dead. Or a regular? No. Well, in the original pilot, she was a regular. She was in the show. Yeah. yeah. But they wanted to have Fred hook up with Hermione, so they were Well, there's really no way. That's the thing about these shows. It's, like, you can't really have a lot of happy marriages because then they just end up breaking apart. You know what I think they try to do truly? I think that they... Most people don't really care. Most people watching the show, they don't really care that, oh, Molly Ringwald was on the show. Because they don't really know who that is. Like, they might sort of, but Mm -hmm. I think 14-year-olds watching the show don't know much about that. Yeah. So I think that they're trying to get older people and hook older people with this, like, 80s, 90s cast. At this point, it's not even, like, a big deal when she's on the show. Right. You know, she doesn't get the best material to work with when she shows up. She just, except for last season when she came in and was like, I'm sorry, you're a fascist now? Don't do that. Yeah, that was... And then suddenly Archie was like, oh! Mom knows best. She voted for Hillary. <laughs> she campaigned for her, probably. Probably. With her, uh, with her, uh, <laughs> ethnically yeah. ambiguous boyfriend. Exactly. Honestly, the show within the show that we... We need, like, a CW seed show that's just, like... There's, like, an SNL sketch. Marry in the city. Yeah, oh, my God. That'd be so good. Marry me. Uh, Marry me. Oh, I love that show, actually. That was a good show. Marry me? Yeah, that was yeah. funny. But, um, yeah, no, we should have a CWC. Like, the SNL did a joke about, like, how there's a new e-show called Background Actors of Riverdale. But I think that we need, like, background characters of Riverdale and just catch up with what they're doing and give them, like, a lot of deep personality <laughs> traits. Like, a, like a webisode that's, like, just a day in their life. Yeah, it's, it's like, like completely devoid from the uh, from the drama exactly. of Riverdale. Like Mary's on a new like you know dating app, and then she meets <laughs> a guy. It's great. I love it. So, this story ends with FP and Jughead riding back towards Riverdale to find a line of policemen at the border and dun, a sign dun, dun. that says the town is quarantined, as towns usually are. And Jughead and Fred are like, or Jughead and FP are like, we live there. And they're like, not anymore. And point guns at them. Like psychos. Well, I mean, if a town is quarantined, quarantined, like it's very quickly quarantined. But it's a conversation. It's not a <laughs> eight guns on two dudes Right, who are just situation. trying to get back to town. Yeah. I mean, come on. Jughead's not even a threat. I know. I know. I don't... These girls on, like, Twitter and stuff, I think they really think that he's very strong. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. Where do you, you want to go next? Veronica. Great. What happens with her? So, the episode starts... With the narration calling it a normal day in Riverdale as the Vixens walk down the hallway in it's slow amazing. motion. I was like, I want to go to the school. Kevin and Moose are making out in a classroom. I guess it's still not Halloween yet. No, it's still not Halloween. <laughs> it's getting closer and closer oh, to man, Halloween. Oh, man. I'm waiting for it. They're just rounding the bases. <laughs> Cheryl turns around to see all the River Vixens having seizures on the ground. I still don't ha- understand. No Evelyn Evernet are in sight. I don't understand how the seizures are starting. Yeah. 
Me neither. The implication of this episode is that, like, everyone's on Fissile Rocks, but, like, the people who are having seizures, seizures are aren't. not on Fissile Rocks. I know. That's what I don't get. Alice refers to people who have seizures in this episode as the Fallen. And... They are Fallen. They have Like, fallen. she called them Fallen, and I don't know if that was just, like, oh, they fell, or, like... Like an ascension versus fallen kind of thing, but yeah. by the end of the episode, I, I don't I don't think it has anything to do with ascension, just based on where we're at now. Right. Um, I'm trying to figure out what happened. This was this storyline was the worst one. Well, so what happens is Cheryl and Veronica decide they're going to storm the mayor's office. Well, I mean, Veronica wakes up at home. Right. And, like, she overhears her parents talking about a plan of some yeah. kind. Like, it's gotten out of control. So, like, Hira might be behind the seizures. And they want to send her to New York because... Yeah. Yeah. Okay, my favorite part is Veronica. They're like, we want to see New York. And she's like, and why would you want to do that? Oh, you don't have an answer. <laughs> and there's a million easy answers for this. For example, you just had a seizure. Yeah. This town is hell. Yeah, really, why do you want to stay here? No one, nobody should be living in this awful, awful town. You know what what they should have said? Because you're a breakfast at Tiffany's, and this town is strictly (laughs) in cold blood. Oh my god, that would have been amazing. I would have loved it. And honestly, they would not have been wrong. Oh, Veronica goes and talks to Cheryl to ask Cheryl if she has any idea, like, what's going on with, in the school the school board or something yeah, I don't. like her parents talking about the school why it's so hard to remember why is it so hard to remember what the, the, I think, what happened in this story well i think that they go and they talk because they know Cause like cheryl's like oh yeah they're having a meeting about like closing down the school right well, all the river vixens end up going somewhere because because the principal comes down the hall with men in blue hazmat suits yeah. abducting teenagers in broad daylight during the school day Right. And he's like, there's another one, and yells at Veronica, and Cheryl has Veronica run, and what? What? I don't know. What? That's an episode. It looks cool. That is an entire episode of plot. But it's the and instead, of the show. it happens in one scene. Yeah. I'm not really sure what this was. This episode know. feels like it fast-forwarded through <laughs> five episodes. But now, here we are. Still not knowing what the gargoyle game is doing. And I'm furious. I know, John's very upset. But anyway. Oh, right. Okay, crazy. Veronica speaks to Reggie. And uh, and she sees, like, the R, or the Rara Rara kids, yeah. like, being, like, high out of their minds. Which they... They're just having fun. Also, that's completely antithetical towards Rotsi standards. <laughs> like, they want you doing... No, no drugs. Right, no. They want you doing no drugs. Yeah. The Rorazzi doesn't always get its way. Like, wow. Yeah. Wow, they're very high. Kudos to uh, Casey Cott for playing Kevin as extremely high. I love how high he is. Very well. Very high. Later when Cheryl gets on the table at, uh, at Pops, he's like, what? <laughs> well, she just puts one, like, boot down. I know, but... Also, it's what like, year is Ka- it? What, what season Cotton is it? Why is she still wearing shorts? Because she keeps it tight. She does keep it tight. <laughs> yeah. So she looks so good. Reggie's like, oh no, this is this is fizzle rocks. No, he he basically is like, remember Jingle Jingle? Don't ignore it. <laughs> Trader Joe's oh, got so mad. <laughs> do you think that's why? <laughs> no. No, no. Do you think they stopped using Jingle Jangle because of Trader Joe's? I think that it it's so ridiculous that they had to eventually because it was getting more jokey than it was serious. Well, they clearly solved that problem with Fizzle Rocks. Right, exactly. Way more serious. I would totally love some Pop Rocks right now. Can you imagine recording this podcast? We gotta do it. We, we should do it absolutely. We should just put it up to the microphone <laughs> so we can get another stop eating <laughs> review. I know that happened like in season one, but I'm not happy. <laughs> We're bouncing around the place, but Veronica and Cheryl go to this parents meeting, it's a which board is meeting. Every school board meeting, which is really just the parents. the lodges, Mrs. Blossom, and like some randos in the back in the principal's office. Usually, they use the auditorium for these things, but right? Yeah, it's a small school. Who am board. I kidding? They stopped doing events of the week in Riverdale after season one ended. Um, Which I always liked. I, yeah, it should have been the standard. Yeah. And all, like, all the Legion of Doom parents are like, close the school. Why? I don't... Yeah. yeah. Why? 
There's seizures happening. We must lock down the school. I'm just really It's confused. a virus. I'm really confused what the Legion of Doom is going to do once the school is on lockdown because... Is the idea that they're just going to tear down all of Riverdale and build a new town? Theme park? Theme, well, yes. Hyrule Next in the theme park. Is canon. <laughs> I won't rest. <laughs> I've only recently found out about all these other Riverdale podcasts. Yeah. I won't rest until all of them are admitting that Hiram Land is canon. We honestly should just get them on. <laughs> That's the my series arc. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We're all <laughs> until, until it gets so out there that the show has to admit that he's been building a theme park the this entire time. time. It can be a sinister theme park, but it is, in fact, a theme I need park. this to be a consistent joke among the fandom. Guys, hashtag, hashtag higher, higher is canon. Higher Land is canon. I don't know. Hiram, like, tells Veronica that he respects her for fighting him at the PTA meeting. Yeah, but does he though? And she's like, "What do you want?" And he's like, "I'm the king," and I'm in the audience like, "Gargoyle king?" No, psych. Not just the king. Just the king. The Godfather. Just the head honcho. Just a beautiful man who. The CEO of a theme park. Yeah, here's what I think Hiram's origin story is: is that he went out for like a, like a like a teen um, beauty pageant. Uh huh. Yeah. And he got second place. And now. And he just wants that crowd. That's all he <laughs> wants. He's going to tear the entire town down and build it back up in his image until he can finally get that crown. Until people can be like, you're very handsome, Hiram. You're <laughs> yeah. the crown. You're the most beautiful boy in Riverdale, Hiram Lodge. Finally. That's why he hates My crowd, Archie. That's why he hates Archie. <laughs> he just wants to be as hot as Archie. He just despises Archie because Archie's now the most beautiful boy in town. It's like a Snow White complex. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. I'm, in, right. I'm into it. 100%. <laughs> He's the evil queen. Uh, okay, somehow from here we get to Cheryl and Veronica pouring syrup on Penelope. Penelope. Yeah. Why not? What are we missing? Oh, they go to Hermione and be like, don't shut down the school. And Hermione with like a glass of whiskey in her hand is like. That's the end. Oh, damn it. I know. Uh, we'd miss Cheryl like putting Tony in bed. Yeah. And being like, you're sick. Also, want to move in? And I'm screaming at the TV, you're teenagers. <laughs> that's exactly. I was like, she doesn't have a family that's going to miss was, her. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? She has don't a family. It. She has a native grandpa. <laughs> she, has, she has a grandpa. <laughs> no one wants to live in your awful gothic home I know that your awful gothic mother lives in and your scary gothic grandmother can we just for a second talk about how often they call each other by their first names or just like their names in general like it'll be the middle of the episode and she'll be like oh TT blah 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 and then and then um, Tony will be like Oh, Cheryl. And I'm like, no one ever does that. I, I never use Why is names. this such a pet peeve for you? Because it's very unnatural. I only, uh, like... I saw, like, True, but then this, this happens, and then I'm like, validated. oh, shoot. I forgot this person's name. Never. I've just been referring to them as, like, hey, bud. Yeah, over here for so long that, like, sometimes I lose people's names. Oh, you mean, like, in real life? Yeah. Yeah, no, that totally happens to me. But you don't do that on a TV show. I guess not. You don't. You don't need to. It doesn't bother me that much. Also, Cheryl is the type... To like Cheryl, say her cute little sense. nicknames all the time for people, but like Veronica does it. Everybody does it. I don't know if it's like a mandate for the network, which is very possible. Like maybe make sure everybody's I aware. I have, I have people call out people's names sometimes in scripts. I mean, it's just not like natural to do it. Like on season three, episode like twenty five, actually episode uh, nine, eight, nine. Yeah. It's just not natural to do the third season. In the first episode of the show, it makes more sense. But it doesn't really make a lot of sense now. And anyway, that's the hill I die on. <laughs> Hiram Land is canon. This is the hill I die on. So, so they pour syrup on Penelope Blossom. Yeah, they do that. And like, tell us what he wants. And she's like, he wants a town where we can be free. Free to prostitute and sell drugs, and then she licks her lips. It's Who gross. are you going to sell your sex to? <laughs> How good do you think you are? It's just you. She's not even like most brothels have a team. It's just her. 
that's a, it's confusing. To right? be fair, though, she's had a very hard life. Do you ever think about, like, what happened to that club from season one? What club? They go to a club in one episode. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the, the gay club? No, it, like it. The dance like, club? Like a dance club. No idea what happens to that club. Like, I know, I know first episode, Kevin's like, there's a tragic gay club, but like. Yeah, that wasn't it. There's an episode where, like, Veronica's rebelling and, like, she goes to the club with that Reggie and Josie and. Other Reggie and. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right. Original brand Reggie. <laughs> exactly. Original flavor Reggie. I don't, I don't know why I'm thinking about that. It's just this. This town is so nebulous. That wasn't seedy enough for what Penelope wants. Penelope wants raw, unfiltered I love the threat. The, 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 the real threat is just like, we'll pour the syrup on you and we'll leave the door open so ants can come in. To be fair, that's my nightmare. Do you want ants? Because that's how you get ants. <laughs> that's how you get ants. That is my nightmare. <laughs> Truly, though. And she tells them. And it's like... It's like Ozymandias in Watchmen when they get to Penelope Blossom. No idea. In, in the movie and the comic Watchmen, they get to the bad guy. And they're like, we're going to stop you from your evil plan that's going to destroy New York City. Yeah. He's like, oh, I set that into motion 10 minutes ago. Haha, <laughs> that's good. And so that's what happens here. They get to Hermione and they're like, don't do it. And she's like knee deep in whiskey. And she's it's like, done. it's done. And then they all get... Alerts on their phones and there's sirens everywhere, like nuclear strike sirens, but it means the town's quarantined. Because everybody's having seizures. Because of the seizures. This actually happened in real life, I think. They were like... Oh, yeah. Like, if there was a whole town having seizures, yeah, you should quarantine it. No, but this happened in real life and it was just like psychological or something like that, I think. I'm going to find the real article. Well, there should be... I mean, there should be a professional from the government coming in and looking into this. This is a very serious measure. Because clearly the water is contaminated. It's, uh, yeah. And then Hiram's on the phone with the governor. Yeah, the governor seems like a dick. Governor of what state? It's the river. It's of Riverdale. Your mind. Governor of Riverdale. It's a state. We saw the license plate. That's right. That's Riverdale right. The, I, the, the ID and everything. Riverdale's a state. It's a 50 state of America. Is, like, he makes some comment and be like... May God of mercy or whatever. And then Hiram's like, like, not God, the king. the king. And then turns around and raises the glass to the gargoyle king. He's right there. Who is really in the there? Room. Or he's is Hiram? really there, baby. He's always real. No, he's not. Yeah. Oh, let's. Yeah, let's take it to the most disappointing that, part of the episode. That's why I was then. like, John's going to be so mad, but I was right. About Betty's episode. Yeah. So Betty is this is my favorite line delivery that Lily Reinhardt has like ever done though when she is like trying to bait Ethel by talking about the gargoyle king she's like look I know everybody's really afraid of him but he's actually really funny <laughs> like that's my favorite thing because that's exactly how like girls talk about their boyfriends in like middle school uh-huh. and it's just great no she it's like I know he seems like an asshole but actually he's just really funny she delivers the line really well uh, and her hair looks so good down. I just have to congratulate this episode on absolutely ruining the, the Griffiths and Gargoyles King. and Gargoyle King plot. You didn't think it was kind of an interesting way to weave it in? No. Okay. No, this was... Bad? This is a cop-out. Okay, well, you go. You talk, because so, you have feelings. So, so, off-screen, Betty figured out the whole thing. Well, no, she didn't. That's yeah, she did. Because she's she she baits Ethel into into going into the scary Gargoyle King's room. And she's like, it's just a statue. When did she figure that out? Where was that story? That could have been an episode well, did- of her, like, trying to get off of the Fizzle Rocks candy they're giving her. And then going into that room and be like, oh, it's just a statue kind of thing. And then immediately Ethel's like, you're right. I'm cool now. Well, I think the idea was that she got Ethel off of the Fizzle Rocks. I guess, eventually, maybe how many days take place in this episode? No, I think that she locks Ethel in the gargoyle statue room so that the hallucination will wear off and then Ethel will see it's just well, a statue. How long do Fizzle Rocks last for? Let's say five hours. Well, Jesus Christ. That, yeah. So, was it mean? Yeah. Did it work? Yeah. So, great. Cool. It's a statue. Then they they end up they they get Ethel to like distract one of the other nuns and then Betty like puts a puts a sharp stick to the lead nun's neck. Yeah, it's great. And like take her away and interrogate her with 
Ethel, and the lady's like, oh, yeah, people are scared of the statue, so we would, like, drug him up and bring him in this room, and they'd be so scared of the statue that they they behave, and you know kids, they they made a pen and paper role-playing game out of it. An incredibly popular <laughs> one that everyone loves in the town. And we just let it happen because it, it makes kids behave. It's kind of a good... For, here's the thing, John. This is what I was trying to tell you, John. It was never going to make sense. Ever. This makes the most sense out of all the ways they could have done it. The most. They set up, they set up a mystery that really didn't make sense. Like, it was cool and fun, but it didn't really make logical sense. And once we understand that, I think we can move on. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. not going to make sense, John. Well, now I'm just mad. I know. But what did you think was going to happen? Do you think it was going to make sense? I'm still holding on to he's always real. Okay. I, he's definitely real sometimes. I think I think this is going to come back around on my side by the end. Okay, John. But I'm mad. Well, you have a much Because that mad. is incredibly disappointing. Well, it it would be for me. How do weird Sisters of Quiet Mercy kids create a role playing game with like intricate rules? Well, do you want to know my theory? That it's that a teen Hiram. Because at first I was like, oh, the Sisters of Quiet Mercy that's only for girls. That's not true. It's also for men. That Hiram went to the Sisters of Quiet Mercy because he was a troubled teen, made up the role After he game. lost the, 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 the best pageant. boy in Riverdale crown. <laughs> exactly. He went crazy. He There's needed. no boys there. There are boys. The gay woods. That's so weird. You don't see any boys know, in the you, Sisters of Quiet Mercy. You don't, but there are, right? Because of the gay woods. <laughs> it's offensive, guys. Holy shit. It makes no sense. <laughs> right. Unless there's a different... Part where there are boys, which is possible. I feel like Betty got hit by the dumb stick, by the stupid stick a little bit this episode. Oh, I don't think so. You think so? Alice comes to visit her. Uh-huh. And at no point is Betty like, hey, the Gargoyle King is in a room here. And like, the sisters are... I feel like Alice would believe that shit. Because, you know, it was in their house. Right. Betty could be like, it's here. It's in this building. It controls... The nuns and Alice would be like, oh, we should go. Well, the thing about Alice it is... Alice is normal this episode? Why? Why is she sane this episode? I think... I, but the Gargoyle King is not in the Sisters of Quiet Mercy. The Gargoyle King is an illusion. I don't, I don't want to... I know, but I it is. I don't want to play your game. Is it a game? Because the episode hadn't revealed that at that point. Okay, fine. But it, it's in the text. It's unclear when Betty learned this. Which, why... I didn't need to see Ethel learn that the Gargoyle King wasn't real. You want to? I needed it? to see Beth, Beth Betty, Bethy. I, I needed to see Elizabeth Patton learn that. <laughs> I needed to see Betty learn that the Gargoyle King wasn't real. Okay, that's you, you know the difference, right? Yeah, I know the difference. Uh, it's the shorthand that I don't. They skipped over, like they skipped episodes. It feels like. Well, this is. I feel the, like I'm going crazy talking about this episode, and that's what they're trying to do to you, John. But I went crazy episodes ago in the good way. I know. This is a long game they're playing with you. Listen, Roberto's dressing up as a Scargoyle King. It's crazy. Imagine that would be a great twist. And they're like, oh, we're going to get all these girls out of it and all the psycho girls, especially that short-haired one. (laughs) I'm like, we like it here. They give us candy and we play griffins and gargoyles. You can do that at home. You can do that anywhere in the world. We don't know what their home situation is like, John. So, and this is the part that, that truly, like, threw me over the edge. I'm going, well, we need the opposite of the Gargoyle King. <gasps> the Griffin Queen. Are you kidding? That something so that has never been mentioned before, ever, in this season. I think we assume it's... It's just they pull it right out of their butts. That's what this game is. Isn't this what Dungeons & Dragons is? You kind of pull things out there of There is there? a manual full of I, monsters. Uh-huh, okay. Wait, so you have to memorize all of it? No, there's a book. Right, but you have to memorize the book? Well, no, yeah, but how do you a, know, like... You open the book. Like, you're like, okay, you come to a door, and then there's a thing... Listen... In storytelling, if it was relevant that there was an antithesis to the right. Gargoyle King, they should have mentioned that way earlier. Yeah, that's fair. Jughead should have been talking about that when he was going psycho. Is the Griffin still Queen? really into this game? I think he is. He starts going a little bit loopy when he talks to his mom yeah. about it. Like, and also there's this game. It's really <laughs> but bad. But then I feel like crazy. he's like, oh, she's noticing I'm crazy. Gonna back off a yeah. little bit. Yeah. It's really unclear where Jughead is on this anymore. 
It's fine, I guess. But the fact that Betty walks into a room dressed as this as the Griffin Queen. That's my costume for next year. And is like, I killed the Gargoyle King and like throws a stone head. How does she cut that off? Mm, hammer. What hammer? She finds a hammer. John, this is the Where do they have hammers? It's a it's a it's a non-run mental asylum. Yeah, not they shouldn't have access to tools like they shouldn't be accessing drugs either, John, but this is not a very well-run machine. Uh, you know what, Meg, actually, you know what I really needed this that would have saved the whole episode? What? If as they left, they burned down the entire Sisters of Quiet Mercy operation? That's very Thornhill. I really, yes. Wait, Thornhill or, and Thistle House, yeah. Thornhill was the one that burned down. Yeah. I really, like, more than anything, I would just want all the teens, like, sitting happily, Drinking pop or whatever, watching that building burn to the what ground. What show was that? Where they did that? They're all just kind of bumbling about out of the Sisters of Quiet Mercy when Alice shows up. Conveniently. Alice is like, Betty, I'm here to take you home. <laughs> I was like, oh, I, I solved that one. What about all of them? And you know they're going to the farm. They all go to the farm. They're going to go to the farm. I love it. Which is great. I guess we're going to do farm stuff for the back half of the season. There's no possible way. You know, way. while we're quarantined. Do you have any idea how many tweets I've seen about, it's not the farm, it's just a farm after last week's episode. It's like everyone was like, wait, they went to the farm. Where was Allison? Polly is like, no, no, no. It's not the farm. It's a farm. Yeah, it's almost like that was a bad call. Yeah, I don't know. That... Same exact set was in the first part of Elseworlds, the DC superhero crossover. Oh, I haven't seen that. They yeah. go to Smallville, Kansas so to see Superman, and they play the theme song to Smallville, and then it, it, it comes down on that farm set, and like the, the Superman from Supergirl is like there with Lois Lane and Supergirl, and he's like, that's... I love visiting the old farm I grew up on. Oh, that's so fun. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god, this is so weird. I was just here last week. But it's also really weird because like you were also there 10 years ago with a different man. Yeah, with a different guy. <laughs> yeah, it's very strange. A part of me was hoping they were just going to see Tom Welling and be like, um, wrong part of the multiverse, and like pop over the next yeah. one to see Supergirl. <laughs> that's actually fun. So... <laughs> The episode ends with Rivendell's quarantined. Okay. Raise your hands if you, if you figured out that's where this was headed. I did not think that. No. Me neither. To defy. So, so, what is Hiram's plan? He's going to destroy... Okay, so he... He was, said it was biblical. He said his, his ambitions were biblical. He's going to... Oh, so it's like the apocalypse. So what he's going to do... He's probably going to try to destroy Riverdale. Right. And build it back up. Right. In his own image. Here's like, the like, thing. like the flood. Is he going to flood Riverdale? That seems weirdly extreme. Also, where's the water coming from? The river. I, that's true. Yeah, he's probably going to do that. Yeah, he's probably going to flood Riverdale. Or he's going to probably poison it, the river. The plagues. What are the plagues? Locusts. From, from Moses. Locusts. And that's the one I remember. <laughs> Maybe he's going with like four horsemen kind of thing. You know, he's kind of already done war. This was plague. Maybe pestilence and death are on the table what too. What is the second one? What, pestilence? Pestilence. What it's like, mean? it's like, um, or famine. It's like all, famine. The, all the food and crops die. Well, they only have one restaurant. so that's Right, easy. right. It just destroys pops. Yeah. All the pops dies. That's kind of a cool idea, though. Yeah. But it's like, is Hiram not religious? I don't know. I have a theory that... Well, should we get into rumor We're mill? We're in rumor mill, yeah, okay. I think, yeah. Well, should we do prom king, prom queen first? You're right, we should. Uh, prom king is no one. Prom queen is no one. <laughs> okay, prom queen is Betty, because she tries. Prom, prom queen is Cheryl. Cheryl is the only consistent... Cheryl <laughs> finally gets something to do this episode, <coughs> and I think she does it very well. Okay. Also, she's the only character still doing school stuff. That's true. She does have a presence. There's a part where Veronica's like, we have to keep the school open. And I'm like, you never do homework. You never yeah. go to classes. You've actually been You expelled. just like the student lounge. <laughs> yeah. That's why she's freaking out. Because the student lounge gets shut down. That's and a cool she's place like, to be. what's going on? Why are they shutting down sports and arts and student lounges? When do you go to class, Veronica? Yeah. Okay, so prom queen also, is there's, no one? There is a line earlier where, where Hiram's like, I hope you wear those pearls again. So he clearly Ooh. wants to like... Put her back under his thumb. Yeah, of course. Uh, prom King is... Reggie? He gave some useful info. 
That's, I don't, I honestly I don't want to give it to anyone with the moon. Archie? No. He, he was nice. Also, I want to give Problem Queen to Jelly Bean. Okay, she was cool, yeah. She was angsty, but not too angsty. Yeah. Okay, fine. She's a newcomer. She gets the title. Throw under the bus. Penelope, because she was gross. Everyone. Everyone, but I'm going to do specifically Penelope. Sure. She was gross, and she was covered in maple syrup eventually. And I guess the chaperone is Fred Andrews, as yeah, always, perennial champion of the chaperone spot. But Gladys also gets some points, I think. Yeah, sure. See, we actually have a lot of people to give <laughs> awards to. So, rumor mill? Uh, okay, I kind of said my theory that I think Hiram maybe invented the game at the Sisters of Quiet Mercy. My I, theory is maybe that's... When did he go to Quiet Mercy? When did we learn that he went to the We system? didn't learn, but that could be a backstory. My other theory is maybe it was the warden who originated the game... And that he, and that Hiram just manipulated him. Who do you actually think is in the costume? Creepy Dr. Jr. Okay. Possible. I truly believe. It's him. I think it's Claudius Blossom or the doctor. Yeah. Or it's Roberto. Uh, <laughs> well, it's all Roberto. It's always been Roberto. I hope he really, like, he's like, I really want a part this season. It's so weird. That they're doing, like, this new gang, the Gargoyles, when there's, like, a perfectly good... Ghoulies? Monstrously named... <laughs> I know. ...gang already in existence that could be doing that role. Well, are the Like, gargoyles? are the Gargoyles just the Ghoulies wearing new masks with a fun new name? Or are they, what like... What happened to the Ghoulies? Or are the Gargoyles, like, what was, like, Dilton Doily and Ben? Like, do they... Do they ask... Do they ask Penny Peabody if she knows anything about the Gargoyles? Or no? No. Because, like, I'd be curious. Hey, the gargoyles, what does that mean? What, what, what are the ghoulies up to? Are they, what do they think of the gargoyles? Right. I have so many questions and nobody asks them. Yeah. Sorry about that, John. And, it's fine. It's fine. I'm fine. John's Everything's, fine. John's going to feel better after Christmas. Everything's fine. He, John, John's really going to feel better, guys. Uh. John, why don't you leave this on an optimistic note? What are you I looking do. forward to, John? Whoa, 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 whoa. There's got to be more rumor stuff, right? What do you think Archie's going to... What's going to happen to Archie out, out in the woods? The straight woods. The straight woods? <laughs> now that he's in the... Yeah. Um, well, he's eventually going to switch places with the dog. Uh-huh. Um, due to voodoo spell. Right. Um, but after that, I think that he's eventually going to have a... My, my hope is that he has a face down with Hiram and eventually one of them dies. Or not one of them. Hiram eventually <laughs> dies. Archie dies. <laughs> I kind of do think that that's what the show needs, though. To kill Archie? To kill Archie. You know, like, the comics did it. Wait, really? There's a comic series called Life with Archie where he actually dies. That's so fucked up. How does he die? I think he, I think he like, Drunk he takes a bullet for what? someone else. Yeah. These, these comics are darker than I thought they were. You'll never guess who wrote that one. Roberto? <laughs> it's Roberto. Roberto. I'm pretty sure it's Roberto. I'm sure. I'm going to Google this, though, later. Yeah, they kill Archie off in one of them. And then, but like... But they also had classic Archie where he was still alive. Right. Interesting. I love these. So it's like classic Archie, they don't care about messing with the brand this much. Honestly, they're pretty open to different interpretations of it at this point. It's so There's interesting. There's one that's uh, Vampironica. That's Veronica's so cool. a vampire. I think I've seen that before. Yeah, there's all Afterlife with Archie Long with all the zombies, which I guess is not what they're doing with the show. Okay. Uh, that would be so cool. The comics uh, got rebooted, so everyone like stopped looking so quaint. Right. They had like a they had a good uh, drag race in that one. Yeah. Instead of the bad race that we had in ours. Yeah, especially because it's proving to be more respectful or more successful. The bigger swings they take, they're right. just taking those swings now. Yeah, why wouldn't you? Yeah. Especially with like the success of Sabrina. Plus, if anyone wants classic Archie, those comics still exist, are easy to find, and there's decades of them. Like you'll be fine. Yeah, that makes sense. But nowadays, they're definitely they're they're putting bigger eye on uh, diversity. In the line. Important. You know, more gay characters. Important. Uh, more characters of color. All that stuff. I love that. Yeah. I think they made Tony Topaz uh, gay or bisexual in the comics because of Riverdale, the show. Do you remember how I was like, 
hey, John, I know that we, like, don't know Tony Topaz yet, but she's going to be Cheryl's girlfriend. And you were like, Caitlin, you're being ridiculous. And then I just, like, was right. Hey, do you remember when I uh, guessed correctly who the Black Hood was? No. <laughs> Not at all. Well, why aren't we talking about how Kevin Keller's definitely the gargoyle king? He's definitely the gargoyle king. <laughs> well, I feel like you don't want to talk about the obvious series. You want to talk about, like, the more outlandish ones. I'm, I'm just trying to think if there aren't... Okay, so, like, Jughead and FP are going to break into the town... Like they're just gonna yeah. they're gonna break in. That's how that's gonna happen. And well, Betty's gonna probably find out that is Fred already back in the town. No, I don't know. I don't think we know. I think that that Effie or not Effie that Betty is gonna find out that the outbreak is bullshit. That it's in the water. That Hiram planted it, and that's gonna be like the conclusion of it. I guess I think the farm is gonna end up being like legit good guys and like help them. Yeah, I think the farm's like, gonna be maybe a good they'll thing. spread like an actual myth of the. Griffin Queen. I don't actually think that the farm is anything to do with gar- uh, Griffins and Gargoyles. No, no, but I think they'll have to. Like, here's how this season ends. I, I Okay, actual theory, right? Yeah. Because of the quarantine, Riverdale is going to become its own ecosystem. No food coming in or out. Probably going to lose power. By the end of the season, it's going to feel like the medieval kingdom of Elder Vare. And they're going to be going on, like, actual... It's going to be like a sword and sorcery fantasy by the end. Just because everything is going to be so to shit. Right. It's going to be, like, kind of post-apocalyptic, maybe, feeling. But, yeah. It's going to be like, we have to go on this quest, and we have to get through this dungeon. We have to get to Hiram. We have to kill him to save the town kind of thing. Sounds fun. I think that's where this is headed. Yeah, they're, going to, um, they're going to start LARPing. they got to take it to the real world, baby. I love it. So yeah, what are you looking to, looking forward to? Um, well, it's gonna sound really weird because I don't have a specific book, but I really want to read more. Hmm. Is that your New Year's resolution? No, I read enough. Oh, okay. But but I, I'm looking forward to like having a couple of weeks where things move a little bit slower and maybe I can read more. Mm-hmm. But in terms of movies, okay, so it doesn't come out out until April, but have you heard of Avengers? It's a... Oh, God, that's the that's like the comic book thing, right? That all the nerds talk about? Yeah. yeah. I think I actually really want to see it. Yeah, how did we not talk about that? <laughs> I know. Oh, my God. No, I, I really... I really want to watch it. Oh. I'm excited. Oh, my God, that's Even really... though I know it's going to end in a way that is, like, neat and tidy, and, like... Right. Yeah. Uh, because I think it will, or at least better than. No, it. you're you're probably right. It probably ends with everyone happy, like going to Tony Stark's wedding or something. Right, exactly. But like, my God, the atmosphere they're selling in that trailer yeah, is so really cool, and like, it's it's one of the bolder storytelling choices I've seen from like a big franchise. I'm excited about it. I actually genuinely am. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm beyond excited for that movie yeah I mean, and like i have to keep telling myself like whoa, whoa, whoa captain marvel first we have to do right, captain right. marvel first when is captain marvel coming out march march okay, it is cool. a month difference between those two movies oh yeah captain marvel uh, will still be in the theaters you can do a double feature so is the idea that captain marvel is going to bleed right into avengers captain marvel is set in the 90s so i think the idea is that she ages slower and like she goes out into space or something and then at the end of Infinity War, the end of the credits, Nick Fury has, like, this little beeper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That shows her symbol. So, like, she just gets a beep. She gets a page, and she's like, oh, something's happening. <laughs> but, wait, I, I saw like, the but I didn't stay for the opening, for the end credits. Yeah. So, she's in modern day when she gets the we, beep? We haven't seen her in modern day yet. Oh, okay, we just saw the beeper. We, yeah, which is smart, because it means we don't really know how her movie ends. Yeah, which is smart. You're right. But I'm excited. I think she's gonna she's gonna save the world. Beat Thanos up. It's gonna be great. I think she's gonna. Do you think she's on. gonna save Tony Stark? How does Tony Stark get out of that situation? Oh, that god, that thing where he's like, I'm running out of water. Yeah, air, air. I'll run out of air tomorrow morning. Yeah, that sucks. That's like my biggest fear, pretty much. I mean, I have a lot dying of dying in space in a spaceship well, alone. That kind of thing. Maybe is. with Gamora. I'm not sure if she or uh, Nebula. I'm not sure if she's with him or not. And she's like, I'm still here. Like. <laughs> So Dude, are you? Rude. Yeah, you're recording your goodbye message to your wife right here. It's, it's you and me. We're in this together. It sucks. <laughs> this makes me feel bad. I really do think that 
Yeah, I don't know. I think that's, like, my... Like, my biggest fear is, like, dying, like, slowly like that. Like, with no hope. That's all. Yeah, a normal fear. Yeah. You know, low stakes. Like, you want to stay around long enough just in case there is hope. Right. But... Right. I have a lot of dark thoughts. I'm well, sorry. Well, uh, apparently our bastion of hope is uh, Paul Rudd. I love him. Pulling up to Avengers headquarters in his van. Obsessed with it. Which means he drove from Where San Francisco. Where is Avengers headquarters? Upstate New York. Well, honestly, half the world is gone. That means not a lot traffic. of traffic. That's right. Oh took my god! Took four hours. Wait, Los Angeles is going to be great. I know. Honestly, people were very mad about Thanos. I was like, mm. I, I just could he have done it better? Probably. Here's something we have to think about, right? Fifty percent goes away. One of us is gone. I think it should be you. <laughs> That's what. No, I did like a like a random thing. All I was like, did I die? Oh, I did. All right, yeah. cool. I think I... So, like, I desperately need someone to come out and stop that guy? Yeah. Well, to be fair, it's not necessarily 50% of people in a room. Right. So... Right. No, no. I know global, yeah. like, all living things, too, including okay. dogs. Oh. Yeah. Do you think... Stella makes it, though. Stella she definitely makes it. makes it. Of course she makes it. Because why wouldn't she? <laughs> She's, like, snuggling with me. She doesn't like hearing this stuff. Scary I'm, for I'm you. I'm sorry. Yeah. She actually does seem afraid of what you said. It's very cute. Uh, I just saw Widows. Oh, I thought was it like, was good. It was really good. Great. I don't know. Like I liked. Like it wasn't. That it was a bad movie. I just mm. don't think it was like my movie. I just you know I like whenever someone makes like just like an entertaining film with an adult audience in mind, and I feel like that doesn't happen as often as I saw it with my dad. To. I saw it with my dad, and we were both very nervous about the dog. Oh, the dog was fine. No, but there was times when you... <laughs> I know, sure. yeah. The dog is in danger, but... But he was okay, actually. The dog ends up okay. Yeah. The twist in it actually really got me. I was like, what? Wait, really? Yeah. What, at what point were you surprised? When they opened the door. And he's really? just like... You didn't get it when the dog was... I mean, no, I, 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 was, I was piecing it together, but like moments later, they just tell you what it is, so... Right, that's true. I was just like, oh, that changes what this story is. Yeah. I think I kind of predicted it. He's a dick, though. Yeah. Yeah. I thought um, the really skinny one, Elizabeth Debicki, was She's really so good. She's so great. I know. Yeah. I like, couldn't and keep I'm my like, eyes And I'm like, what else her. do I know her from? I can't think of anything. She looks also, like Also, she's the skinniest people. human being I've ever seen. Really? You live in L.A. I know. Um, she looks a lot like other actors, but I don't know if I've ever seen her before. Yeah. She looks like the, 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 the girl from Unreal season three. Yeah, she does. She does. And I was like, like, is her. that the same one? But no, it's, it's not, not, but they do look alike. Yeah. You're right. Caitlin Fitzgerald. I thought it was her, but it's not. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I'm looking forward to Kingdom Hearts three in January. Yay. Good for you, John. You'll be, you'll be hearing more about that. Cool. When that comes out. Cause I won't shut up about it. I feel like nothing of interest is like. Uh, oh, I'm looking, I already told you, I'm looking forward to Good Trouble. Yeah. I don't know what else I'm looking forward to. Christmas. Yeah, Christmas. Oh, Christmas is happening. Yeah, Holidays. Christmas. Going home. Anyway, John, it was really fun. <laughs> uh, uh, this is a weird weird way to close out the, the mid-season. Uh, yeah. Where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter at Riley Tweets. That's R-E-I-L-O-Y Tweets. Um, you can find my dog Stella at Stella the Mystery Pup at Stella the Mystery Pup. On Instagram. On Instagram. And we will eventually get a Riverdale Register Twitter, probably in between. Probably in the new year. Yeah. 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 Sorry. Sorry. Love you guys. Uh, You can find me at John Padden on Twitter and my blog, Catching the Rye. Rye is spelled W-R-Y. Good pun. It's a... Pun. It's like a rye wit. It's a... We get it. It's like sardonic. It's it's an SAT word, really. Uh, We're proud of you. Thank you. I've been proud of you for like three years, though, for yeah. that, so. It's weird that I'm only explaining it now. <laughs> I know. I get it. Over and out, River Vixens.